0: Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Star Wars Sessions podcast. I oh, he loves a good Star Wars Sessions.
1: Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the
2: way, this
0: is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly.
1: This is when fun against begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon. He's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. He's Max Rebo, second biggest fan. It's Master Blywark, Luke Bly. How you doing, mate? Oi, oi, sabaloi.
0: loy! Yeah, not too bad. I am uh, am repping uh, Danny. Aka Nelly cosplays uh, Max Rebo t-shirt, which is so pretty cool. fly. Pretty fly, the Max Rebo fan club t-shirt, and obviously it has the print on the back that looks really sweet. Um, so, you're like, it doesn't get better than that, does it? Life doesn't get better than that. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm swagged the heck out. Um, and then, <laughs> to my left, mate, to my left is something that I've been dreaming of for a long, long time. It is um, shelving. It is a shelving unit. Actually, three separate shelving units. Shelves. Um, Because my my office, our office slash my geek room, um, is starting to come together, mate. It's yes. starting to come together. So right now, I mean, I've got to order the boxes to display, like the um, Deflect DC, the the transparent boxes to yes, fit some yeah, of the yeah. figures in to display. I'm having cool. Power of the Force on the right, Vintage Collection <laughs> on the left. Not really sure what I'm doing with other stuff. And there was that realization as I'm going through all my stuff and I'm opening it up. I'm like, wow, I do have a lot wow. of stuff. Luke, for someone who used blind. to claim. Yeah. You... <laughs> used to used to say <laughs> i wasn't a collector i've <laughs> no come around to it people i've come round to it people yeah i've been i've been doing a show called the collector's guild yeah good show. heard come of on it. yeah you might have heard of it once or twice but um yeah so so lots of decorating been painting today lots of boring stuff um and i watched the last jedi last week you know
1: yeah good
3: show
0: yeah.
1: good shout you, you warmed any more to it even though you're a fan I think
0: when it's good, when it's good, like it is some of the best Star Wars ever. It is now, yeah, it, it really is. is. But mate, I can't help but and I'm, I've got to, you know, I'm being <laughs> balanced anyway. I felt it, it, when it's cringe, it's so so embarrassingly cringy, embarrassingly cringy. It's like. It's. It seems like uh, if I were to ever show it to like my family, who's never seen it, <laughs> I'd. I'd. Would, I'd. Would, I've I got to warn them. I'd, I feel like look, it's really good, but I've got to warn you. The cringe. is high with this one. <laughs> it's more than the prequels. It's more than the prequels. Ooh. In places, it's. It goes way too far. Sometimes. That's a mate. big statement. That way is. too it's A far. big statement. I kind of had <sighs> an epiphany, you know, watching it thursday last week i you know i was like yeah no it's a it's an absolute masterpiece in places and yet there are these little moments that don't need to be there there are moments of gravity and moments of just like emotion and then there are these stupid (laughs) marvel-esque lines that just don't need to be there they don't but anyway i mean Anyway, the worst of the last Jedi right, is still mate? better than Secret
1: Invasion. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm good. mate. I watched a Rise of Skywalker you, two days ago, mate. So, to your last did Jedi. You really? I did. I was um, doing some menial clerical tasks at home. Uh, and I was like, what can I okay. put on in the background that is uh, easy to watch? And you know, like I always say, I put on the Rise of Skywalker mm. and pretty much the same as you mate when it when it rocks it, it you know rocks really hard but it, but I, yeah. I just watching it again I, I didn't mean to watch it watch it but i couldn't help it the first 20-25 minutes well even the first 40 minutes thunders along it's such a it's terrible pace that now yes. it. whereas before i'm like oh yeah great we're, we're, we're you know we're cooking the gas here i was watching it on monday or oh, sorry sorry saturday and thinking yeah the pacing is terrible the pacing is clear that there are scenes cut out of this, and you can tell that there yes. are. I still dig it. I still have fun with it, but it's. I don't know what it was. Similarly to your epiphany, it just hit me more on this viewing that they really, really go through it. The editing isn't great either in that first half of the film either, and it. And, that, and that's what I always say. But I think that the books. I got the book down there. Is that in the moments where it's going wild in the film, you know, a poor old Ray Carson, you know, explain what happened can kind of sit back and say, right, in the moment where Kylo's killing everyone on Mustafar, you know, what's, what's Hux and pride standing there thinking it slows things down. That Mm. spider with the baby head that's in there and it slows things down. And I still have a fun time with it. It's still got so many cool moments in it, but I couldn't believe it. How much the pacing really annoyed me recently. I don't know if it's because I've been, I've been watching a lot of films recently that have been quite slow. almost European in nature. And then to see something like Tross, was just like getting slapped in the face with a wet kipper, but I, I still enjoyed it though, mate. I still enjoyed it. Other than that, well, it really it, been.
0: No, sorry, mate. I, I yeah, was going to no, say mate. it makes you it, it makes you realise. Like, I think actually, although not perfect, and albeit could be improved, like actually how well made the Force Awakens is.
1: Oh yeah, right? oh, yeah. and how well balanced
0: oh, yeah. is right? Yeah, the Force mm.
1: Awakens in com- comparatively is fantastic i think the pacing is great all those movie terminology is great in the force awakens and then you know it just kind of went up and down up and down since then but um other than that though mate not an awful lot i'm, I'm pretty sure there's something wild i've done which i'm not mentioning but i don't, I don't think <laughs> there is i've just done really boring kind of menial tasks this weekend my man before you've just been looking forward again. to the sessions mate you have just been literally looking, it.
0: Up, looking forward to episode 215 of star wars yeah, sessions my man mate,
1: yeah i'll be looking forward to mate. seeing that that cut again that fresh cut look at it
0: fresh cut
1: likewise
0: yeah. likewise mate so I've what what, what cuts, else mate. has been going on in the galaxy mate what else has been going on
1: not an awful lot this week my friend it's been uh a doors on sessions hq other than the fact that we've been posting some banging social posts go check those out we'll give the links at the end but i can hear the chimes of big ben kenobi in my ears i know what it means and i know you do tell the listeners my friend what does it all mean I must mean this Galactic News round.
0: According to the Acolytes' Daphne Keane, the show will focus more on lightsaber and gritty fight choreography rather than the use of blasters.
1: The Star Wars databank at StarWars.com has confirmed the Inquisitor in the Ahsoka trailers is named Marek and is now a mercenary working for Morgan Elsbeth.
0: Donald and Stephen Glover will now take up writing duties on the upcoming Lando series, replacing Justin Simeon, who found out about his removal via an Instagram post. Hi, this is Jamie Stangroon. You're listening to the Star Wars Session podcast, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast.
1: So for tonight's main show, we are... We're kind of changing tack, but we're not. Obviously, we're living in a world now where the WGA, the Writers Guild, and SAG-AFRA, the um, union for actors, are on strike. They're on strike for better pay and better working conditions so of course there's a real world implication to that but there is also an entertainment implication to that which we want to uh explore further tonight now i know people have and are probably thinking that star wars isn't the important issue in the grand scheme of things and you know what they're probably right now they are right of course they're right but this that you're listening to now is a star wars show and i we can support these strikes and support those striking for proper pay and working conditions whilst looking ahead to the future of the Star Wars slate and to me to think otherwise is bonkers and for those affected by the strike action you've got my support and I hope beyond hope everyone can get round the table provide proper contracts for all required but the knock-on effect is, is palpable though and again whilst it may not seem like a priority to some we wanted to look at the future of the Star Wars productions a slate that to be fair has its fair share of delays regardless of industry <laughs> action. So for me, that's that's fair enough, isn't it, Blilo? Yeah, I think so, mate. Um, you know, I I
0: don't want to underestimate the seriousness of of this and how, you know, conditions which I didn't I wasn't really aware of until these strikes happened. Um, mm-hmm. conditions for some writers and actors, and we're talking about, you know more or less i'm not uh, always the biggest fan of this expression but blue-collar working-class actors working-class writers over it's in the states the rank and folk really tough firm um, folk yeah really tough time really tough time and um you know i think we g- we'll we'll you know whatever whatever you think of this um we're going to probably put some resources you know in in the in the show description you know whatever you're on apple podcast spotify so you can look at those maybe make a donation if you want because some of them some of those donations are just to like pay for people's food at the moment which they're you know people aren't getting but um yeah we'll leave that for you to um decide right and also maybe some links to you know uh dan murrell dan murrell from youtube he did a fantastic Mm -hmm. video on this um, that explained a lot about the Writers Guild of America strikes and the SAG-AFTRA strikes. Um, yeah. Yeah, because we're not experts. And we've had to do a lot of research on this to kind of get the right, you know, into the stick. And also, we're, we're in the UK, right? So, so the whole history and culture behind unions and unionization is completely different yes. right completely different there is there is a completely different context to it but but the, in Europe strikes i think are a little bit more commonplace than they are in 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 the states i mean France has probably had Definitely. alone about 200 strikes in the last month. Or uh, you know, yeah. I jest, I joke, of course. You know, not to again. Yeah. I'm <laughs> in yeah. a not short period of time. Se- <laughs> <laughs> not to make a joke, guys. I'm very serious. But same in the UK. I think there was yeah. going to be a teacher's strike, and that was called off only a matter of a few hours
1: ago. Yeah, um, we got rail strikes, so, haven't we?
0: Yes, and but it's funny how with from from an acting perspective, right the uk actually has a completely different approach to this set of circumstances that yes. are going over on are going on over in america right because these are different things you guys are fighting for right we have completely different political systems completely different healthcare systems right yeah. there there's lots and lots of things i'm not saying one's better than the other because neither are perfect but we wanted to as respectfully as possible respectfully as possible um tell you guys how this is affecting star wars because spoiler it is and again that's not that's not degrading the like the importance and the, the magnitude of what's going on over in in in, in hollywood right and I, I use hollywood as a i think in this topic we're using it really to talk about the film industry more yeah. with an american focus right yeah. not the actual part of los angeles although that's where a lot of the protests and pickets and stuff are happening right um but this is a big deal isn't it mate boy this is a big deal um the last time both the writers guild of america and sag aftra which is the screen actors guild slash american federation of television and radio artists union has been on strike together since 1960
1: that's a big deal. Since 1960. That's how much of a big deal. big deal it is, mate. And do you know what? <laughs> Former mm. US President Ronald Reagan was the SAG president the last time that both unions were on strike because he obviously was famously an actor before he ke- became president. So before he became you know president of the states, he was a SAG president. And it, and it is a huge, huge deal. Like And like you said, we're not experts. We know about as much as mm. probably most of you listening or most of the people online trying to jump onto this. But we wanted to uh, listen and read the right resources, including the SAG guidelines, which which don't necessarily affect us. But it's nice to know what the guidelines are for those that it does affect. And those who are in the industry and in the know, how does it affect them? What are they saying in order to create tonight's content? But yeah, it's a huge deal. 160,000 actors, 11,000 writers are on strike. And this only affects major studios. So any independent films that aren't uh, associated with major studios aren't affected most of them most of the members aren't uh, with any unions that are not unionized so they can continue in terms of the Hollywood or the American Western films uh, so yeah it's a it's a big deal and of course it's it comes down to pay conditions and uh creatives saying the studios and the streamers aren't paying them fairly especially when it comes to streaming that is some very 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 muddy waters and the implications mm. about AI being used which would essentially mean we won't we don't need it's not just actors it's also the crew members you don't need people to yeah. come and work on sets and everything like that because we can ai it all up and and like we said we we are not going to play this down this is not no what not undermining whatsoever the whole thing is a is an absolute mess i did hear earlier on that it looks like the studios are now starting to realize that this is going to end badly for them and are now willing to get around the table and start discussions if so that is fantastic but as at the time of recording, nothing is set in stone and there's as good a chance this is going to rumble on for the longest time. And like you said, Lukey Boy, this does affect Star Wars. It affects most things. Avatar, Gl- Gladiator 2, Wicked, Deadpool 3, House of the Dragon. They're the huge shows and movies all affected. Star mm. Wars is the same. Star Wars has got a big upcoming slate, my man, hasn't it? And it is going to be affected. And, we, and again, for the final time, we are not saying Star Wars is more important. However, we are a Star Wars show, and we have to look to the content in the future.
0: And we're, um, you know, there's, oh, there's, there's even SAG-AFTRA. You know, I've been, um, I listened to. I sent you a link to it. I listened to one of uh, Christian Harloff's shows that that, that mm-hmm. goes into it a little bit further because he's a member the guild for those of you who don't know he runs a youtube channel um talking about pop culture has a really really popular uh podcast like youtube podcast up there um and he does some really cool stuff and he had a few guys on including dan murrell that's kind of how i found out about his mm-hmm. video kind of going over the strikes and um roxy stryer and, and and someone else and yeah i think three out of four of those uh people on that podcast were were, were union members yes were union members right Christian himself is a union member and he is still producing a podcast about pop culture news because he's not getting paid for it. Yeah. And that was and he's he's a union member. Um I found that podcast so helpful because there has been some misinformation being spread around. And also also it is worth noting as well and they said this themselves yeah um that the communication from from sag after hasn't been that great it's been it contradictory hasn't. at times it's been a little bit unclear on who it applies to if it applies to union members or non-union members um but yeah I, you know you you guys after this show of course go um Go give that a listen. Go get that listen. Cause that's that's re- it was really interesting hearing three people who are there over in California, part of the guild, or the 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 the, un- the guild. I'm in the guild, I'm in the, the guild. <laughs> T- talking about it with just a little bit more clarity than maybe uh what we've been hearing or seeing maybe on, on IG and that.
1: And to to that point, there is mm. a lot of Willful ignorance as well online, and I use that. Well, take that how you will. um The need for clicks and likes and reposts, and sometimes the, f- the feeling that you need to belong and fit in when there's a movement happening leads to a lot of this information misinformation being spread. What content creators mm-hmm. slash influencers can and can't post, what podcasters, what critics, what journalists can and can't write about. There is a lot of misinformation, and a lot of it comes down to, like you said, mate. Are you being paid? Yes. Don't do it. No. Get on with it. That that, yeah. is, that is literally yeah. it. I mean, I, I get emails. I I, I, went, I was due to go to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film on Sunday. Wasn't going to be paid for it, but they, you know, come along, uh, watch it, write a review about it. That isn't going against the strikes. That is, you know, so you're being you're being uh, offered a chance to see a film early to write about it. That's it. And and director, you're and a journalist. Well, that's it. Yeah, Director interviews are still being thrown at me with the pr- with the premise so that they're not part of the strikes. The directors are not on strikes. So there uh, there is a lot mm-hmm. of misinformation. Be- and I know a lot of my journo friends are uh, going to screeners and things like that, but they're not being paid for it. And that includes the influences that you and I know. They're not being paid for it, not getting anything for it. There's a difference between going to watch a film or something like that to actually promoting it and being paid for it and that goes for youtubers as well so please do if you're gonna if you want to find out more like we say look check out the resources and the links that we have check out what Saga's saying and don't always rely on the internet i don't mean to sound like a sweeping statement by that i mean social media no, i don't mean to sound like think nobody it's... knows what they're talking about but especially on x twitter yeah. it can be a bit of a uh, muddy waters can't it, mate of course
0: x x just what a way what to a name, kill your branding! That? <laughs> what a weird choice. <laughs> yes. Anyway, <stupid>. anyway, <laughs> yes. Um, let's not get started, mate. Let's not get started <laughs> on all, all the other stuff. There's only so much. There's <laughs> only so much odd information I can take in at once, week. mate. Yeah. Um, here's an example that actually, um, I made best spin pointed out to to me and i i actually chucked i wrote a load of notes for this show and i i I was like hang on let me just get these checked by old uh best And obviously we were both adding to it but i said let me just chuck this over to matey because he's like living and breathing this stuff right and i I was pretty sure that had it all covered but he he, he added one or two notes right so thank you to uh the lovely best pin bulletin but he he made a great point that i didn't know um that of course a lot of UK actors um can still promote films and TV shows if Absolutely. they're under contract with Equity which is a British TV and film theatre union. Yes. Yes, yeah, so that's not this is not SAG-AFTRA. This is Equity, a British union. At the moment for clarity and I think I said this in a show the other week, for at the moment it would be illegal for equity actors to strike in solidarity with uh, SAG-AFTRA, with yes. mostly American, uh, an American union, right? Uh, it would be against the law. So as an example, Simon Pegg, British actor, everyone knows and loves a bit of Simon Pegg, um, has carried on doing Mission Impossible 7 promotion, even though SAG has gone on strike because he is an equity union yep. member. Which is a yeah. British Union. Again, because there are different, different scenarios, different and listen, that they, they, they should all be the AI stuff, the 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 streaming stuff this is all new technology. So when we talked to my boy about nineteen sixty, you know, a minute yeah. ago that that was when you know tv was now starting to change it was becoming popular wasn't it It was mainstream pretty much a lot of people were now going out and buying televisions right and so that's when a big strike happened because actors were thinking hang on is this fair are we getting mugged off here right similar thing is happening now where there has been a tilt from streaming or terrestrial sorry to streaming the residuals Aren't there the the deals aren't there? There are there are people that have been in big big shows and they're getting paid like twenty dollar fees, um, bonuses or or uh, residual bonuses, residual money from being in a show that earns Netflix or Disney hundreds and thousands yeah. of dollars or millions of dollars. It's bizarre but the algorithms aren't there or so some of these studios are claiming (laughs) and they they, of course you'd be able to make an algorithm by the way but they're saying it's not there and um worth noting last but and we will get to the star wars after this (laughs) i promise but it's worth noting that um you know the 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 studios do not tell anyone their exact numbers they keep no very very private it's not like youtube you can't just go and look at how many people did watch mando how many people watch loki with uh, how i've uh, i mean i'm a particular advocate of this mate how often have i said when disney plus come out and say this is our biggest show ever they said (laughs) it about falcon and the winter soldier they went yeah falcon and winter soldier our biggest disney plus show ever no it's not
1: yeah, it's, That's it's marketing talk. They didn't say about Secret Invasion because that is genuinely awful. I'm so sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> even <laughs> Disney Plus were like, look, we can't, we can't uh, finesse this one. Um, yeah, the, the streaming one is well. first maybe.
0: episode was all right. Yeah, it's it, it fine okay. But a bit it, boring.
1: It's just not great. But the streaming one's ridiculous yeah. <laughs> because you they've got like six to eight episodes now rather than 20, 25 episodes or ongoing seasons. And we saw it with Willow. We saw it with things like Grease they can cancel them. They can take them off the service yep. whenever they want and stop that money going in, or they can sell it. They can sell them on. There's, there's very, very creative ways that they can um, stop paying people, basically, which yep. is uh, I think is absolutely disgusting. But yeah, like you said, like with Equity and Simon Pegg, different, um, different kettle of fish, Simon Pegg has been showing support for the SAG workers, as have a lot of British actors but like you say, they are under no obligation to uh, to strike because they cannot. And let's face it, Mission Impossible Seven needs a bit of boost because Bar- Barbenheimer has absolutely wiped the floor with it. But yeah. uh, you know, that has shown so those two films. My last point post pre-Star Wars is those two films mm. have shown that. Look, people want to watch film films. They so people want to give cinema and studios their money, not in solidarity to the studios, because they want good products. The studios mm. now are getting a billion off Barbie almost and however much from Oppenheimer. And you can't turn around and say, we haven't got any money to pay you. We have exactly. we're just not making any money. Yes, you are. exactly. And Bob Iker with a $25 million bonus. You can sit on that one, mate. <laughs> I ain't having that. There, you know what I mean? There we go.
0: Yeah. David Zaslav, oh. or whatever his name is, can't say that, <laughs> oh, we ain't got the money when you've got a bit of a, a potentially have. billion dollar film, like, you know, in the cinema. And that's why, by the way, this Whoa. is really important. That is why at the moment, you, you know, don't cancel your Disney plus. No. Don't cancel your, your, your you know, your favorite subscription in, you know, quote unquote solidarity because actually you need to show the studios right now. Yeah. Um, I like going to the, to the cinema. I like yep. watching films. I like watching TV. I like watching Star Wars because yep. If 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 the demand isn't there, that is more fodder for the studios to go. Exactly. Well, maybe it's just cheaper that we do if we do everything by AI, which would suck anyway. But, that would um, be horrific. I mean, I don't it? even. I, I I don't want to get into too much of the specifics, but doesn't um, Bob Iger doesn't he earn something like forty thousand pounds or yeah, you know I mean, fifty thousand pounds, like a yearly wage? He earns that in a day.
1: Okay, What Bob Iger? Well, Bob Iger has obviously fostered a lot of goodwill for what he's done for Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, Pixar, and the like. But some of the comments attributed to him and other execs have been, you know, beyond tone deaf. And I think he's a lot, a lot of res- lost a lot of respect amongst movie-going fans and yes. journalists for what he's said. Um, yes. But as we know, we do, we don't know the ba- we don't know the balance of the books. But right. you know, for somebody earning twenty-five million dollars a year for whatever they do, and Saslav ten times more. I don't buy that there's not enough money to pay these people who are funding their pockets. They're funding, the writers are funding the machine. The actors are f- funding and promoting the machine. Without them, what are they, you know, you have nothing. And the studios, I think, are starting to see this now. And of course, Disney, Lucasfilm are mm-hmm. a studio which is going to be affected by everything we've just said and more, aren't they, mate? Because there's, there's so much uh that's been announced we know um obviously some of the things have been completed which we'll discuss but not not three months ago at celebration we were being told we've got all these new films coming out which of course now we'll probably have to take a a bit of a detour on how we're going to get there but uh should we jump into some star wars yeah
0: let's do it mate let's do it let's do it so we're going to do tv first and then we're going to do a film First, and then maybe one or two other things, but bear in mind again: this is the writers' strike, and now the actors' strikes. So this uh, this isn't affecting video games or comics or books. Okay, so um, Ahsoka, Ahsoka. By the time this comes out, mate, this is this Ahsoka comes out this month. Mm. This yes month, it Ahsoka is month. it's Ahsoka August. It is Ahsoka August. Ooh. Um, Ahsoka is now in late post production. Uh, it's scheduled for the 23rd of August 2023 release date which is unaffected this show is pretty much in you know in in the can right it's in the bag yeah in the bag in the can is that cancelled if it's
1: in the can or no same thing in the can in the bag it's same thing
0: is it yeah yeah it's in the bag. I prefer in the bag. It's in the bag. <laughs> it's in the bag. Um, but of course the the, the, the only thing different is that promotional, the promo campaign, unless a deal is sorted, will be different. We know that personally. Yeah. We yeah. know that we, we were we were reached out to to maybe be part of a promo campaign and uh, certain things fell through. We you can't we can't go into like crazy details, but I'm sure you can imagine. It is um, what it is, um, an isn't it? It is what it is, and it's the also worth noting that, of course, Ahsoka is a predominantly uh, US-based production, right? Yeah. Filmed in Manhattan Studios, California, Volume, right? So, and a lot of the actors, of course, are American in it, and therefore those American Writers Guild, you know, uh, SAG-AFTRA union members. But more or less, is going to happen. Just don't expect any crazy promo. Um is that right mate? Is that
1: Ahsoka pretty much summarized that's and done pretty simple? Ahsoka is coming out double episode on the 23rd of August. That is th- that's done. It's like you said sadly for for film fa- sorry for film and TV fans and well, pop culture fans, you won't be seeing Rosario and the gang doing the press tour and you know hyping everybody up like we'd really want them to be doing. Mm. Uh but Ahsoka can probably Asoka is probably that one show other than maybe Amando that certainly for star wars fans can can get by just about without that final push of marketing because you know we've seen enough now I, I don't need to see any more trailers or tv spots i'm excited for it i don't speak for the fandom but i speak for me, for me and i'm ready to go for ahsoka but yeah my man that, that that's that's yeah. in the can that's ready to go the the next one uh we've got Mm. is Skeleton Crew. That is another 2023 release, mate. Now, we believe, as far as we're aware, that this has an unaffected release date, and we are going on the knowledge uh, that it is going to be late November this year. As far as we're aware, mm. late November, it is happening. It's not going to change. They're in post-production. So the all of the film is done. You know, They don't, they don't have to go back and do any uh, reshoots. It is now post-production, similarly to what Luke Bly said. This is a predominantly US production, a troubled US production, to put it mildly. But it's a US production with US staff, US uh, cast and crew. So, similar to Ahsoka, we're not going to be seeing a promotional campaign for Skeleton Crew. Unlike Ahsoka, mate, I think Skeleton Crew needs the biggest push out of all of them we could say possibly the same about the next show but skeleton crew cannot survive i don't think or cannot flourish let's be let's not be dramatic cannot flourish as well without a real marketing push i don't think mate
0: uh i would i would second that i would second that we we have it on pretty good authority that they are they're working on marketing for it, and maybe try, and and don't I'd, I'd imagine they're trying to create a marketing plan that doesn't involve some of the actors. You know, I don't know if Jude Law is SAG-AFTRA or if he's Equity.
1: I imagine he'd be SAG-AFTRA. I think it's based. I think because you have to do mm. X amount of films in the states, I believe, in order to qualify, of which he's done many, many, many of them. So I right. believe he'd be SAG. Okay. Um. Yeah, and
0: and we 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 actually hear really good things on Skeleton Crew. I don't think it's gonna be for everyone's everyone's cup of tea. Um we may or may not, allegedly, wink wink, nudge, nudge, no comment. Um we might have seen one or two things. And yeah, I'm it's crazy, cool. crazy excited for it. But you are right, mate. This if if it's the naming thing as well. Skeleton crew. I, you know, I'm not, I'm just not sure I click with the name just yet. I think it does need a lot of help and that's not just, yeah, that's like, that's a surface level thing. So uh, let's see, bear in mind, you know, uh, like maybe we said, we've, we've heard that, you know, late November, 2023 launch um, taking us into maybe the, 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 the new year. Let's see. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if these strikes will be done by then. And I think the studios, we're, we're entering a critical period, aren't we? More September, but August as well. But September, we will have more of an idea of if, if that, you know, quote, unquote, the holidays slot will be affected because course, the studios yeah. want that to do well. They, that is like for a lot of them, that is their bread and butter. It's Just hilarious. quickly, as well, a little factoid that I forgot to say in the intro. A24, you know A24, the I film do, studio. I'm a big fan of them. A24, they've struck a deal. Did you know yeah. that?
1: An independent studio, one of the smaller ones as well.
0: Yeah. Yep. And they've got a deal. They've gone to the writers and they've gone to the actors. I, I think it's both. I'll have to fact check. No, that. Yeah, but it, it um, is.
1: Yeah, it is. It's both. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Philipp- the the new film they released, "Talk to Me," great film. The the Philippu brothers who directed it, they're not part of SAG, but they've been they've been touting this bad boy around for mm. for weeks, you know, as if there is no strike because their their their, their parent company or the company was distributing the film has struck a deal and they are carrying on as normal. I'm sure there'll be some kind of leeway given that, as we all the other talent are on strike, but. 24 can do it mate and they don't make anywhere near as much mm. money as the other studios
0: no they don't make so, their films there you go but again bear that in mind a bit crazy <laughs> yeah, isn't it exactly bit mental
1: yeah He's if mad. they can do it no disney oh, we ain't got oh, enough money i've got a question oh, yeah. you though, mate skeleton oh, yeah, because it's so mm. naughty because yeah what we've heard is that uh, it's gonna. It's either going to work for you or it ain't. Basically, um, hmm. what can Disney? Because I, I don't think they're going to push Skeleton Crew. I think what you're saying about holidays is bang on. We think you know Dune Two might get moved, and there's a few other films that m- may or may not be moved. I know hmm. Sony have moved most of their slate, including the new Ghostbusters film. They they're preparing for this to go into the fall, the autumn. Um, what right. can Disney realistically expect from Skeleton Crew? Let's just say you know we live in a world where we haven't struck a deal and we're still in East strike territory in November. What can Disney expect it to do numbers wise? And I don't want to say like, I guess, yeah. Like trending wise on socials and how, you know, how much of a splash can it make without that push?
0: That's a good question. Um,
1: It's different for Mando or Ahsoka, I think. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's still star Wars. It's mm-hmm. still Star Wars. It depends how they cut trailers. I know that sounds daft, but you know, you put Mando in that trailer because it's a Mando verse project. You put Mando in that trailer. You put, I, uh, you know, uh, a bit left wing. Don't even. I don't know anything. I don't. I'm not claiming to know, to know anything. I don't know. You put Thrawn in it. That would be a yeah, post Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. That will get a lot more eyes and a lot more attention onto the series. Mm-hmm. They might have to do that. And that co- that might coincide with what we're hearing, you know, that they're gonna be trying to double down on alternative ways of marketing this, you know? Um, let's see. But I I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is, you know, the um the, the the smallest viewership in terms of Star Wars show's debuts on Disney Plus. I would not be surprised.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah I, I was just checking to see if they can actually release trailers during the strike but as they're owned by the studio they can do as they want can't they can do it whatever they oh, want yeah, yeah 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 they can promote it no i think you're right. i think this may also be one of the lowest rated shows across disney plus and that isn't indicative of quality because you and i have no idea we haven't seen it it could be the best it could be like and the best show out there but has lower numbers or it could, it could hopefully people people dig the characters the 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 kids that we saw at celebration kid actors were great really charming Jude Law's there um, it's a different vibe similar to Andor uh, obviously probably the antithesis to Andor but it's a different vibe mm. and maybe people will vibe to that mate I'm excited for it but I'm realistic enough to know that yeah. I think it will need it needs a push and you know it it would benefit from having kind of promotional uh content made for it
0: um let's let's move on let's move on the acolyte everyone's favorite Uh, the acolyte apparently apparently this is unaffected this is pretty much unaffected 2024 release we're thinking i've i've heard like an april april April, may is that what you've heard
1: i've heard yeah the the first actual quarter yeah not disney quarter
0: right oh what which would be march march april you mean time second like- quarter
1: uh yeah january february march yeah january Feb- yeah yeah of course yeah so uh, second quarter, quarter, quarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah second quarter two yeah okay i was going to say pff- <laughs> my mathematics out then <laughs> i was like <laughs> they're going to do <laughs> months, <isn't> <laughs> wow. right
0: okay <clears throat> right so acolyte pretty much unaffected um yes. in theory because it's in post production they've wrapped filming um and yeah by the time it launches you'd imagine you'd imagine there'd be a deal in place so surprisingly guys there's not really much to say about the acolyte also worth noting it's uh, and i forget this it's a british uk production um so there are a lot of actors I know, there are a lot of sag actors involved but of course a lot would have been probably in equity and British, British acting unions. Mm-hmm. Um, right, which which takes us to talking of British productions. It Ooh. feels like it doesn't get more British than Andor Season 2. Is that right, Matt?
1: You are spot on, my man. Uh, if the acolyte is exciting for me, Andor Season 2 is a must-see. And this one is due to release in August 2024. So as of now, we're not entirely sure if that date is going to be affected because as you've probably seen by the reports and or season two is has been filming up until very very recently so it's mm-hmm. been somewhat affected by the strikes and it has been continuing this is very important for those out there again who have maybe not understood the 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 kind of confines of how we're working here it's been con- continuing without SAG-AFTRA actors so without their actors mm-hmm. it's uh, like we mentioned Equity is the UK's uh, performing arts union. A lot of the cast and crew members have been, have signed up with equity. They are part of that union. They can continue to work. So uh, yeah, that's film has been going, uh, been going on fairly recently. Obviously Gilroy isn't, hasn't been involved because he's a writer on the show. Uh, Yes. He's a showrunner, mm-hmm. but he's also a writer. He can't be involved, but a lot of the crew, a lot of the cast have been working still because call it what it is. They can, they can do whatever they want. However, uh, of course, there comes a point where you're going to need your your SAG-registered st- um, staff to swoop in and do their scenes. And of course, that's when things come grinding to a halt. So August 2024, so basically a year from today. You mentioned with the acolyte, you'd, you, we'd hope, expectations are out the window. You'd hope that by quarter end of quarter one, beginning of quarter two next year, that all of this has been resolved, um, the studios have done the right thing, and we can continue business as usual and everybody can be a little bit happier. But we don't know. That is hypothetical. That is the best case scenario. There is also the chance that this could roll on for the rest of the year, which means something like Andor Season 2 will then be five months behind of their production, and there is no way, shape or form, where they make that August 2024 launch. So this one this one has been the most affected in terms of the actual film. And the acolyte filming's done. It's it's in post-production. They, they're, they're ready to drop that bad boy like it's hot next year. And or still in production, mate. August 2024, it's that one's in the balance, isn't it?
0: Yes, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I I think probably what's frustrating for Lucasfilm um, is that they're only two weeks away from completely wrapping the the, the production, oh. as far as I understand. And, um, yeah, but they were, like, cracking on. They were filming in Oxfordshire, weren't they? They were filming yeah, in yeah. Oxfordshire um, only a few weeks ago. Yeah, so, you know, a few, yeah, not a million miles away from us. And that was some really interesting stuff for him. Just put up in these fields in Oxfordshire. <laughs> You're like, "All right, okay, that's that's a bit Star Warsy. That's a little bit weird, but we, we love it." Um, but yeah, we, we. I mean, let's see, let's see. I have no idea how they're going to wrap it,
1: or because surely you can't, you can't, you can't wrap it up, can you? Surely, no, no, you can't. You can't. No. Because remember, there'll be reshoots as well that need to be done. You you can't wrap production until everything is done. You know what I mean? And that is that is it. They, they may have got most of the mm. principle done, but once whoever looks at it, whether it's Tony or the editors or Dan Gilroy looks yeah. at it and thinks, actually, yeah, we need a little bit more to this, they'll have reshoots booked in. They probably won't be able to do those. Or, and also, let's not, let's not mm. in those two weeks, they may need rewrites to the script. If the script needs punching up, They can't do that either. So there's, uh, because obviously we can't forget which we haven't. But let's also remember the, the writers are on strike as well. In my
0: head, I can imagine like them filming without Tony. You know, and then Tony just not bit Tony Gilroy just not being in, in involved. And then, you know, when a when a deal is made, he's just coming back and going, What is this? Like this, this, <laughs> now. let's change this and do that. Like in yeah. my head, that's what I can imagine happening. And I, I wonder if it's actually, you know, carrying on without him, you know, around at all. Is is that potentially just causing more damage? Who knows? I suppose we'll find out um 10. august 2024 would not be surprised if that's pushed back by even by a month or two let's see Could be more, um yeah. bear, bear in mind i don't even i'm not even 100 sure if these have been confirmed or not these dates i, I think they've
1: been floated around but you know it's neither in or
0: there really. i, know, I right.
1: think august was i'm pretty sure that sizzle reel what we saw at celebration was it pretty sure it's I, I want to say explicitly said August, 2024. I'm pre. Mm. I'm 99.9% sure that They said we're going to, we're gunning for August, but this was pre pre strikes. And right. uh, you know, uh, again, I, I, I love to think that it all gets, all of this is sorted in, in favor of the writers and actors prior to that. But as we've said, who knows? We just don't know.
0: The Mandalorian season four. Heavily affected, heavily affected, or oh, standstill. That 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 I think has been more or less written by yep. John Favreau. But He's that's it. That. Yep. If if it's been if it's been written, okay, that's great. But you tweak the scripts as you go. So that 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 process, from my understanding. Has been completely just like right. It's on ice at the moment. Just like pause it, leave it there. Let's see. Let's see what happens again. I, I, I'd imagine Favreau's part of the the guild, oh, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, Papa Fab's is part of the Guild. Sigh
0: and probably she... as well. Probably SAG as well, maybe. Course,
1: he will be, yeah, as an actor. um, He's been mm. acting for, as everybody knows, for the longest time. And, yeah, he he confirmed a while ago now that the scripts were written and in place. But, of course, they can't move forward now. Obviously, mm. we don't know when they were looking to film. We hear word and rumour all the time. That's when they were looking mm. to start filming. So, to me, yeah, it's heavily affected. But, at the same time, they haven't started filming yet but they've got the script right. ready, so when they do need to start filming they've got um a little head start in the fact that they can be like right we're ready to go we've got this script and let's be honest let's not pretend i'm not going to sit here now and pull some libel and say they're writing this rewriting the script but favreau knows the story he's laying in bed sometimes sitting there thinking oh when i get the chance episode three of season four i'm gonna yeah. d- oh i'm going to change yeah, you know, he can't switch your brain off. They are actively working in their head. So when the time comes that they can start again, they he will be punching that up. And, you know, there there are there is usually the only good thing that can come out of a strike is, as we've mentioned, everybody gets the the paying conditions that they very, very much deserve. But also from a you know creator's point of view, similarly to when Harrison Ford did his leg in on The Force Awakens, it does give Gilroy, Favreau, and everybody else that chance to yeah, think. they That's it. Let me yeah. have a look at this again. I can still read my script. Nothing stopped me from reading it. Oh, yeah, not so sure on that now, actually. I want to change that. And the same goes for the other productions. So if anything good is going to come of it outside of the actual deals being struck, it is maybe that, for me, Mando Season 3 was... A little bit, ooh, a bit, a bit here and a bit there. Maybe with a Mandoverse film coming up, you know, Favreau, Filoni and the gang can think about, is that right for the script now? Because they wrote season four, but it looks of it quite quickly on the back of writing season three, which is on one hand, great. There's a plan. On the other hand, that's quite a quick turnaround for writing a script. So uh, yeah, it is heavily affected in terms of production, but I'm glad to hear that they've written the script. So that's that's a boon, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, I was actually going to say something similar. That um, you know, at, at, the, the irony is this might actually end up being better for the content. And again, re-emphasizing that that's not the the, the be-all and end-all f- of 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 this strike. Is it? That's not the that's not the, the 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 best thing to come out of it, right? You know, we understand the seriousness of it. Um, so yeah, watch this space with Mandalorian season four. But as of right now not much can happen and you you'd be you you would be surprised at how much does happen ahead of time so this will affect release dates and it has a knock-on effect with of course the mandoverse film which we will be discussing just in a moment but last but not least uh let's just go over some some um animation real quick the bad batch season three is quite difficult to gauge mate um because apparently Apparently the voice acting has supposedly or you know it's it's already already done. In the bag or in the can, whatever <laughs> yeah. one in the <laughs> net you prefer. Um on in the net, yeah, back in the net. Ooh. Um on yeah, Bad Batch season three. So uh, post production, yes. Uh, whether new lines need to be done. I mean, probably we won't be able to do those anytime soon. So let's see. I could still see that coming out next year. I could still see that coming out next mm. year.
1: And we know that yeah. the studio animation studios, they're not unionized as we know by the absolute torrent, um, torrential conditions they have to work in. They aren't unionized. So they can work still the storyboard artists and, uh, and the animators. And Tales yeah. of the Jedi as well, mate. I don't think that that was being written, I believe. I don't, I know they, they'd announced it, so I assume that they'd started writing it. Um, I don't believe that there was a solid release date for that, unless anyone can correct me. But Bad Batch, I'm glad to hear that the, at least the voice acting is down because uh,
0: yeah, apparently. I'm quite
1: excited to see where that goes, mate.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too, and also uh, Young Jedi Adventures. I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure how that's affected. I'm pretty sure, sure the voice acting for a second season's been done on that too. But don't take that as gospel. But yeah, I mean, we're not. We're not really that target audience. So our apologies. So that's that. We, we've skimmed over that. We've done. We've done film. Uh, TV. <laughs> we've done TV. TV's done. Let's crack on with the meaty bit of the sandwich. Let's do it. Uh, the th- Films, the films, Mayboy. boy. Um, as far as we're aware, um, there are three films in development. The three that were, of course, announced at Star Wars Celebration in April in London: a uh, new Jedi Order film, the Ray film, oh. heavily affected, heavily affected. Of course, um, we're not a hundred percent sure if, if Charmin Obaidchino is a member of any of these unions. We're we're not 100% sure. We've tried to get confirmation on it. Can't can't really say. Uh, What we can say is that Stephen Knight, who, of course, replaced Damon Lindelof and his mate, I forget the other bloke, but yeah, Stephen Knight, who did Uh, Peaky Blinders? uh, Peaky Blinders, son, yes. Yeah, yeah, Peaky Blinders. Um, He is a British writer, but he is... He is a member of the Writers Guild of America, so he's not been able to write anything for Star Wars since may man um worth worth noting that of course the first draft of the Ray film, the script of the Ray film, was due in mid May, and it didn't happen. Ugh. Mm. Yeah,
1: so like we said up top, the the three films... It's going to be were, filming next year, isn't it? Yeah, supposed to be. The three films were announced with a lot of pomp and ceremony only a few months ago, and within a month or so of that announcement, the first draft couldn't be turned in. Uh, it's going to have a huge effect yeah. on this New Jedi Order film. Like I say, Stephen Knight is a British um, screenwriter. Has done, he's done? He works an awful lot of Tom Hardy, so maybe he'll try and get Tom Hardy into the... Um, into the galaxy far, far away. On, on Peaky, he, he can on play. Yeah. <laughs> he can play Ray. <laughs> yeah, he, he some can play Ray. Yeah, Tom Hardy do Ray. I'm sure some yeah. sections of in the internet would love that. <laughs> um, he also wrote a film called Serenity, which was <laughs> awful. So hopefully, he comes with his Peaky Blinders hat on, literally. Um, yeah, this is going to be hugely affected, mate. And it is the. Uh, 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 let's just be honest. For me, it's a massive shame. It is a huge shame that this is going to mm. be. Uh, delayed no 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 cancellations or anything like that but the, it, it is going to be hit with a delay the script hasn't been turned in yet you know kathleen C- kennedy can say we've got the story until the cows come home but nothing has been officially put down as this is our script we're working on we know we know we've seen how excited daisy uh, is to get back into the uh get back into the jedi robes and we saw charmeen kathy and daisy at the indie premiere all chatting about the new Jedi Order film, thanks to Luke Bly's fantastic did, lip reading skills. So surveillance, surveillance—that's surveillance, it. Surveillance skills. So without trivializing exactly what's going on, I'm not going to lie. You know, it's a bummer because I'm very, very mm. excited to see this film, the new Star Wars. It's not just new Jedi Order; it's new Star Wars. So this is going to take a big knock on effect from the strikes uh, i think a couple of the films are going i think all of the films are going to but this one especially because it was cited to be the first release mate um yeah I, 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 again though stephen knight might be sitting in his uh, i don't know his kensington penthouse or wherever he lives now punching up his story in his head He might be, you know, you can't even write on a poster note stories because that is going against your contract. But Mm -hmm. I'm sure in Mm -hmm. his head, he's thinking, well, maybe let's not do that. And maybe, maybe Palpatine shouldn't return again. Let's take that bit out. It kind of works one way or the other, but I I can't lie to you, mate. You know, in amongst all of the um, action, it is disappointing for me to know this one is going to be heavily affected.
0: No, I know, mate. I know. I mean, we're about to discuss the Mandoverse one and, of course, James Mangold's film. But um, Mm -hmm. I think the whole Disney slate, the Paramount slate, the Universal slate, the Warner Brothers slate, the whole future film schedule for the next 10 years will be affected by these strikes. Yeah, make no mistake. So we did an episode a few weeks ago about that, you know, and we were like, oh, do you know what? I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if these 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 dates, like two Star Wars films coming out in twenty twenty six or whenever, you know, whenever it was, that'll change. That'll change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll change. Oh, I have to know. Uh yeah. the,
1: the the
0: the which leads us to the Mando verse film, the Day filoni film. Uh so as we said, season four scripts are uh in in the back of the back of the net they've hit the (laughs) back of the net in the bar (laughs) so from yeah from a (laughs) from a certain point of view from a certain point of view (laughs) um you know they've they've got a head start haven't they on where roughly this is going and as we've emphasized you know, a few times now, maybe this might give Filoni, Favreau, I don't even know if Filoni is a member of any of these skills. He's a Lucasfilm employee, direct employee, mm-hmm. right? It's not getting contracted to, he is Lucasfilm through and through. So again, I don't know what, what the implications of that are potentially. Um, but uh, yeah, I th- th- this probably gives the whole project a bit of breathing room. Um, let's see. Let's see. I think this will be obviously obviously affected because the Ray film's affected. Yeah, but but um, we've heard from sources that the delay in Mando season four is impacting the development of the crossover film. Yeah. So, you know, take that for uh, you know, I don't know if that is just scheduling or if it's story. And we don't know any more details than that. So,
1: yeah, I'd hope it's a latter. I'd hope it's story yeah. because I there's something about the idea of having a crossover film event, and mm. then immediately after that being like, right, Mando season five is coming. So, well, to me, it's kind of been. Maybe I'm wrong, and I think Filoni has almost hinted that I am. To me, when they call it the culmination, that's the end of it. No, you know, everything yes. leads to this. So, if there is an a season two or a skeleton crew season that should come before the film. Because for me, the Correct. film is the Zenith it's to be all and end all. It's, it's the daddy of the mountain. So, uh, so I would hope that any scheduling, uh, delays would be down to the a story type of thing. Like we can't release the film until man, no season fours come out or, uh, and, or, and, or, and, or the other shows, which are going to link into this <laughs> film. Um, but yeah, I think this one is going to. Mm. If Mando season four suffers delay, Mando verse does too. Yes,
0: goes without saying. Goes without saying, um, and it's it's kind of a similar situation, guys, with the twenty five thousand BBY James Mangold film. Um, worth noting that James Mangold is also writing Swamp Thing. At the same time as his Star Wars project, so that's that's not happening right now because of the strikes. Neither of those. The start. He's not writing Star Wars. He's not writing Swamp Thing. So, Swamp Thing. I mean, that's just it's it's an obvious one, isn't it? But basi- basically, the film slate I think will be pushed back. It could be by a few months or a year. They will rejig it. They will rejig it, mate. I think Avatar. All the other Disney projects, Marvel projects, they're all going to be affected, and I wouldn't be surprised if you know when was the next film meant to be December twenty 20- two. Oh well, no, they moved it, didn't they, to May twenty twenty six or something. Twenty six, yeah. And that may, was the may film. will be moved to De- may May will be moved to December twenty six, and it will be December yearly there after. That's you know that's what I reckon right now. But let's see how far the strikes go on for. I do. I I have have a feeling the studios are going to start start realizing that they need to sit down and negotiate because it's for those of you that don't know they have refused to come to the table. They have refused the 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 organization that is representing them. I've got them on my notes here. The AMPTP is representing folks like Disney, Paramount, Universal, Warner, right they've they've said no we're not coming to the table to talk to you you've had you we've offered you this and it's a really stupid deal but Saga said look we want that they will need to meet soon because and i, I wouldn't be surprised if it's gonna it, all it will take is one studio one studio to go look we're gonna we're gonna jump we're gonna go over amptp and we're gonna get our own deal i could see netflix maybe doing it or paramount right yeah yeah. These, the truth the truth the the truth is, especially when it comes to streaming, Disney is in a better position than most services. HBO and Paramount have a couple shows with a short turnaround, like Yellowstone, right? Um, so they could go without. Con- like, like Disney can go, w- sorry those sh- those studios can go without content. Disney Plus, right, has four Marvel series in the tank. Star mm. Wars and Andor only had two weeks left to shoot with, with yep. SAG actors, Star yeah. Wars and Andor. And it has two Star Wars shows in, 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 in the bag, in, yeah. as you guys yeah. know. So Disney is in a much better position than, than the other studios. So I'm, watch this space. I wouldn't be surprised if your Paramount goes, Look, we're going to do a deal because we can't. We, like, those investicles, man, what are they going to yeah, say? Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got nothing. What got happens? Nothing. What Ooh, like? Mate, oh, so what's in development at the moment? Zero.
2: Yeah, Zero.
0: Disney, Disney can like can can kind of probably. Fl- dance around the topic a little bit yeah we've got these shows coming out we've got marvel coming out we got you know <laughs> echo hbo can't, warner can't do that well
1: this is Paramount the problem i can't mate. do that and to, to your I agree with groovy you. i think disney is in a better position other than the, the guy at the top is talking absolute um, rubbish um and yeah the studio's coming out saying look, we want we, we, we're quite happy to let the writers be destitute before we come to the table well then the actors are like well hold on we're not going to come to work either. And just the shows that we've mentioned, it, for HBO, The Last yeah. of Us Season 2, Season 1 had over 20 Emmy nominations, and it's going to win a load of them. House of the Dragon, t- almost as many. Two massive, massive money-spinning shows for them. And, what, and they've been nicked, They've been put on hold. HBO ain't going to be getting a lot of promotion for that, and they're going to be getting delays uh, on those. My man as well it's award season not far i know it's only july but it's coming up to the award season push and these mm. and these studios have got they want that gold they want those oscars and if they want to do that they've got to get their talent in front of the screens pushing these films and that right. comes down it's as we know it's it's a business in end of a day if it meant the studios can profit or um make get something out of it they'll get around the table quickly when they realize hold on if we're gonna to have to, oh man, we're gonna push Dune back. That's gonna do quite well. Also, there's Oscar buzz around that. We've got this, this, and this coming out. Oh, we're not, we're not gonna be able to promote this. We may not win the Oscar, so we can't say we've won an X amount. There is little, it's, it's insignificant things like that, but things like that which may help push the boat now. Now there are plenty of films coming out and streaming series coming out this year still. If it's in the bag, in the can, in the net, in the bath, it's coming out whether that's a Star Wars marvel or a film with another studio if it's in the bag it's coming out it's just not going to be being mm-hmm. produced like you'd expect it to my man but Ahsoka I think is um you know I, I don't think that's going to be too hard done by because yeah. it is a stu- is a, a character that's got a lot of goodwill and it's got the rebels connection to what like we spoke about in the last few weeks I think that'll be okay Skeleton Crew the Acolyte. The, you know, the, the showrunners of that will be secretly thinking at home, I really hope this gets sorted out soon so we can push mm. these shows that we are so proud of and also we think might need a bit of extra push because I haven't got the name of Ahsoka or Mando or Boba Fett attached to it. Mm. But it it's natural to think that and it's na- and it's just as natural for me to say I'm really disappointed that the Ray film was going to be pushed back doesn't mean i don't support anybody it just means i'm i love the character i'm excited for the film oh you know yeah. sh- you know shame on me i've got to wait a bit longer however yes i'd much rather the deal get struck and people get paid what they should be getting paid for the hard work they're doing mate um yeah star wars is going to be affected make no bones about it though
0: yeah yeah absolutely mate absolutely um look before we wrap up here's a couple other things that um the that will be affected by the 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 strikes for the foreseeable let's see when 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 it when a deal is struck uh comic cons i think uh one of the showmasters events in 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 the midlands at the n e c birmingham uh was cancelled wasn't it because yeah, yeah. they they uh, showmasters like to get a lot of talent from you know wherever, and get them to their conventions, and a lot of them, of course, are American based. So yes. yeah, like Showmasters basically cancelled their Birmingham event. It's not That's happening. Huge. Not happening this year. Yes, that is huge. Um, and a lot of guests. You know, uh, for for the love of sci-fi, has Wonder what's her name? from Olsen. Marvel. Yeah, they have Elizabeth Olsen. That was that wasn't even announced that long ago. They've announced that Elizabeth Olsen is due to be there in December beginning of december now if the strike is still going on there that's not going to happen mm-hmm. that's yeah. not going to happen unless the unless the contract was signed before the strikes began
1: yeah and it might the, be that her that. schedule gets in the way of it if she's scheduled to do film or tv that will take precedent over a con appearance even <sighs> if it has True. been signed, which is you know sure <clears throat> yeah that's a murky i mean i don't words. know the
0: legalities i don't know the
1: legal exactly anything, exactly yeah
0: and of course it goes on to affect people like uh like maybe influencers or even podcasters that that aspire to be in the SAG union right or the WGA union one day right they now aren't producing content yeah. uh, and there's there is and it is a gray area there is a gray area uh, particularly amongst american creators of like are they producing content or aren't they and this is why at the top of the show you know i i really enjoyed christian harloff who is a member of the union he did a show addressing this talking about all of this it's been really refreshing hearing those guys talk about it and and at the end of the day you know you can do what you want do what you want do what do whatever's respectful you know um i think uh, anyway but some people aren't respectful but that you're like everyone has freedom to do as they please um, but yeah, maybe you'll, you'll suffer consequences. Maybe you don't may boy and I can do whatever we want. We can be like, right. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's go to, let's go <laughs> to Skywalker ranch and go meet Dave <laughs> and have a one on one with like, him. talking Ahsoka. about Ahsoka. And, you know, because realistically, if we got an invite like that, which is crazy, but if we got an invite like that, you know, if they're saying, Hey guys, come fly out to California and let's talk about Ahsoka for a day. Like, well, you know, Yep. Are we going to do that? Aren't we? I don't know. That's for Boy and I to discuss when when that comes around. Um, uh, we have opinions on this and we have thoughts on it, mm-hmm. but let's see if like let's uh, if there's an Ahsoka event in London, we'll get we'll we'll, we'll wait till we get there. You know, we'll we'll yep. cross that bridge when we get to it, right? And it's so- opinions that
1: we've mentioned on this show as well. We're not we're not kind of holding back these really nefarious mental views that we don't want to share on there. We've we you know it's everything we've been saying is that. I think there's a lot of
3: yeah. ill-advised yeah,
1: people not. on Twitter and Instagram telling you what you shouldn't shouldn't be doing, who maybe don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I'm not a an expert on this, but <laughs> you've got to look at the people who are in the know, and I mean actually in the industry or the yeah. industry guidelines to go by what you think, not by what you know. Somebody online says who maybe doesn't really have any skin in the game. There are, yeah. and so you, you, what Luke said is pretty much our opinions is that, you know, if, if something like an event came up, we'd, we'd give it consideration and we'd see, we'd look at both sides of the coin. But at the end of the day, if it's not paid work, then it is a different uh, kettle of fish. If you are being paid for it, or if somebody says, I will pay for you to come and watch Ahsoka and then do a podcast about it, that is a different story. Mm-hmm. And then that that mm-hmm. brings up the question. But same as the Teenage Turtles screening yeah. on Sunday, which I couldn't make anyway, there is no scabbing going on there at all. They just, just come, and, come, come, come and do what you do. Watch a film, write about it. Brilliant. I don't get paid for it. Um, it's the same as an Ahsoka event. And yeah, our, our opinions, right. I think we've made clear on the show, we don't harbour any kind of dark opinions offline. It's all what you hear online. We're in support. Um, but I just think like you the sag guidelines especially haven't actually been overly clear and especially for our our american creator friends um you kind of feel for them a little bit because they don't know whether they're coming or going at times what they can and can't do and i and i feel for them and some have taken time off which you know fully respect that i just wish that those who are leading the race would you know communicate that a bit better mate
0: yeah, and I think the, the the landscape seems to be changing weekly you know I know or, or I've noticed even on our following you know influencers or or creators that um you know from from day dot from day one were like oh well, I'm not posting anything you know I'm not gonna do anything to do with this show and this week you know they've been <laughs> posting promotional material for Ahsoka. right they've been <laughs> uh, maybe posting cosplay of a character that's coming up in Ahsoka. They've, you know, it's, and, and I, I'm speaking very broadly here cause I've seen it loads mm. and uh, yeah, stateside as well. Like, like creators are like, yeah, we're not going to do any shows. And then they've, they're dropping a show this week. And it's like, well, that's, you know, mad, confused, and I, I think that's very much our approach. You know, to just maybe life in general, mate. You know, that's that we just wait and see, kind of, yeah, what what happens. Maybe do, and that's what we we said a few like two weeks ago. I think it was. We were like, look, we don't know enough about it. We we need to do some research. And that, and I still feel like that. I still of feel course, like yeah. I've not done all of the research. I, we've probably missed stuff out. So anyway, this main discussion. And I think understandably so, as as we've we've talked about it a lot, been a lot of information. I'm really sorry if maybe we've got something wrong, maybe we've had a little blind spot. We if, if we have, please email us, please get in contact with yep. us and you know, we apologize if we have got the wrong end of the stick or, or said anything out of line don't mean it we've just tried to cover this as best as we can because at the end of the day we feel as you know we're podcasters yes we're creators yes but we're also journalists we are here to talk about star wars review star wars and this is star wars news so let's listen just put love in in everything and try your best and that's that's all we can do so thank you for listening to our ted talk
1: (laughs) (laughs) bang on
2: hi this is misty roses i am the performance artist for Queel and frog lady in the mandalorian and you are listening to star wars sessions probably britain's greatest star wars podcast i hope you enjoy it
1: <laughs> my man that was a conversation that went uh, that went 10 pints deep that one did so thank I you <laughs> We've pulled up the Essex balcony outside of our favourite <laughs> dusty drinking hole to have a couple more beers to Bantina. The only question that remains, mate, is <gasps> shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, come on.
3: Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation.
1: Can I persuade you to join us for a drink?
0: see. The spiciest drink
1: you've got. Pour me another Park sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yes, here we are each week. Here in the Bantina, we hear from you lot, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of kef beers, and we want to hear your thoughts on what we've been discussing. However, instead, this week, we asked for your least anticipated of the upcoming Star Wars projects, and we have got some naughty little answers
0: yes uh right let's start with instagram uh as we always do lee the tree essex Dude. legend he says mine's got to be skeleton crew the trailer for it at celebration didn't give me any feels and i'm not a big jude law fan either poor jude law poor jude on, law mate. lee you naughty boy uh thanks for that <laughs> comment mate uh eve ST90019, absolute lad. He says, Look, unpopular opinion. Whatever favro or felonia' are doing, it feels like watching other kids play with their toys. Um, worth noting as well that BK Cosplay, our mate, said, OMG, mm. this is the absolute perfect way of putting it. Yeah, she, she absolutely agreed with that. Uh, I liked this comment as well, the little addition emma says definitely the ray movie no one needs to ask for another sequel also not sure why we're having a lando series either shrug emoji there are way more interesting characters than him to explore in more detail very excited for everything else though um i liked emma's comment you know because she said she's excited for everything else a lot of people said or not that hype for this but really excited for everything else and we got a real mix a real mix of answers so go check those out um before we go to twitter and facebook maybe we've got a voice message as well from i think i think the nan the nan puncher 3000 himself is it
1: yeah yeah is it? lock up your nanas. it's alex jessup
3: Hello there Matt and Luke, long time no speak um, What future Star Wars projects am I uh, not looking forward to, um, or concerned about <laughs> um, For me it'll be the Dawn of the Jedi one, James Mangard's project um, Just because once they say, uh, this is it, this is how the force started um, mm. This is it, It's it's out there Good point That's canon uh, and that's it uh, and if it's just some fella walking along and he does a burp and discovers the um, <laughs> that's how he discovers the, uh, the force it's a bit of a um, lackluster start to the, to the whole saga that we all love uh, like I'm really mechanics. sorry to say I've tried to say this as well as I can but I'm not really that oh, looking man. forward to the um, Jedi, uh, Jedi Academy one with uh, mm. Daisy Ridley hopefully it'll be okay but it's just not really kind of piquing my interest oh. interest and I think it's just um, going to be something that's by the numbers. Um, I hope I'm uh, proved wrong, though. And I will happily uh, eat my own words. Anyway, um, much love. Take care. Cheerio.
0: Cheerio. Indeedio. Um <laughs> I like that. Respect it. I respect it. You know, I, I, lo- I like the James Mangold thing. Like, once you True. explain that beginning of the force thing, oh, that's it. No government, they have to get it right, but that's the same with every Star Wars project, right? They need to get it right, and they, you know, they don't always get it perfect. It, not everything is perfect, in fact, I was going to say no Star Wars project is perfect, really. Um, appreciate that, though, Alex. Thanks for spending the time to do that. I don't know if you're on a train or on the bus or something, but I like the background ambience as well. It's nice, uh, Matty Boy, what. What
1: what else are people saying online, mate? Pin pin. Okay, moving on to X. Um, right, mate, in a nutshell, on X, an awful lot of people, including Star Wars Escape Pod, The Dogfather, Kieran Johnson, all saying the least anticipate is the new Jedi Order film. For um for various reasons. You know, partly because there's people who have issues with how the sequels weren't well crafted. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, can they just be invested in a story which is set after the sequels which maybe don't include the characters that they dig there's an interesting amount of people who Mm. said New Jedi Order now I am very excited for that so whilst I respectfully disagree I respect the fact that that isn't the one that you guys are after Um, and on Facebook Nick Alsop said it's Star Wars what's not to look forward to more characters for me to draw he says my man bang on the money but in all seriousness there are going to be things that Luke's excited for that I'm not and vice versa I'm excited for the new Jedi Order film it seems like social media that we've polled at the minute isn't maybe that will change when we see a bit more hear a bit more about it but as we've just said that may be a little while yet Um, what's yours Lukey Bluebiner what's your least anticipated including the shows including the shows yeah oh you can't say a droid story
0: (laughs) I can't I can no, say that's, that. That's gonna I'm going to assume nasty. it's. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to assume it's live action as well. Um, yeah, I, th- I think the one I'm most skeptical about, despite the fact uh, being privy to one or two, you know, bits of info or you know, imagery from 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 Skeleton Crew, probably Skeleton Crew, because mm. that feels like the biggest risk. Yeah. Feels like the biggest risk. So if I had to drop one today, it'd maybe be that one uh, that's actually upcoming on the schedule. Other than that, I I think I'd probably say the same as Emma. Lando, Lando to me does not scream like it. Need, it does not need to happen. We do it's not weird. need a Lando series. And I know they've we've even announced, you know, Donald Glover and his and his brother are you know writing it apparently, and there's a bit of drama going on that. I, I, I it's just. Do we need that? Do we need a Disney Plus show, a week on week show of Lando doing stuff? I don't know. It just seems like content for the sake of content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lando would be my number one uh, answer. Skeleton Crew for, for, you know, actual release date content. Yeah. Um, you quickly? What, you know? I
1: don't know, mate. Um, Probably Lando, though. I'm more excited now. They've got Donald Glover on board writing and Stephen as well. He is great. He is
0: great. He's super talented. Justin Simeon is.
1: uh, The writing on that is great. Justin Simeon Mm. is a very, very talented writer and he's since come out online with his support for the Glovers, saying that, you know, it's in great hands and he can't wait to support, which is very classy considering how he potentially heard the news. Um, Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Skeleton Crew is up there. The. uh, I'm not going to go full Eve and say the Mando verse film, though I totally agree with what I understand what you're saying, though Eve, uh, mm. with your sentiments mm. and our girl BK. Um, if I can't say a droid story, you know I probably say Lando at the minute. I think he's I think he's got potential to be fun, but you know Skeleton Crew at least has the end game of the Mando verse film. You know, Lando's right. just kind of there, just floating in that Tabana gas. So I'm going to say Lando, mate.
0: Yeah yeah i like that mate i like that right. so did you did you do the twitter yeah you did twitter and yeah, facebook, pretty much everything. Yeah. new right. jedi
1: order well, mate facebook right, was crack on
0: crack yeah. on it's your cue yeah. next mate you know what's up next come on jog on sunshine oh, yeah we're professionals
1: here yeah people don't want jedi order and some people want all of it so great yeah. um yeah of course so thank you everybody <laughs> who sent in their comments this week if you didn't hear your comment featured please do continue <laughs> to send in your thoughts and maybe, just maybe, you'll be featured on an upcoming stint in the Bantina.
0: For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. I dropped one of the old... Uh, Republic credits, uh, that oh, uh, Chris, Chris printed it out for us. Yeah, You've got the gold one, one. I've got, got the silver man. one. What He's a got hunk. two pound coin, I've got 50p. Um, <laughs> yeah, no patron question section spice part of the bitty uh, kicking us off this week is Matt Chitty, the naughty boy himself. He says, Hi guys, sneeze one. Hi guys, if you could own a prop or a piece from Star Wars, whether it's a sh- show or a movie
1: what would it be Matty boy wow what would it be any prop oh, wow um, wow wow that's a good one I mean anything from A New Hope because money a Jawa mm. figure um, mm-hmm. like you know Obi-Wan's lightsaber from A New Hope would be great even just like a glass from the cantina but you know what there's two that I'd really like mate two that I'd really love I know um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang said just one but I, I can't <laughs> I've got to go for two. First one mate is a little bit odd but is I'd love to ha- have it hanging on the walls. Is the Japur snippet, which is the necklace that Lilani makes for Padme, the one she's holding when she's dead. Oh, I'd love to have like, that's that. That's cool. Hit, the actual one. I think that would be bonkers cool. And the other one would be from mm. a more recent time, would be Mando's. It's called an Amburn Phase Pulse Blaster. But the blaster Mando had in season one and part of season two, like the old holiday special, Wobe one. I would love that to be hanging. Like in the front room on a couple of there it is. We get yeah. our hot toy out.
0: A black series, gone a black. Oh, well, the hot series. toy's over there. I've got it. Yeah, don't, I've got it. Don't touch that. That's,
1: that's worth bunts, That is. But yeah. so <laughs> I'd love the Japore snippet because I think that would be pretty cool. Plus, pretty cool boys represent. And yeah. I'd love to have Mando's blaster just like hanging up above the telly or something. I think that would be superb. But uh, Matty Chitty, genuinely so many like i could think of things so many things from each film but um yeah i'm gonna go for those two but what about you uh big boy funnily enough mine would probably be
0: uh the 40th anniversary return of the jedi ewoks comic oh look um, at it that came out this year yeah. um <laughs> oh would you look at that i already look at it oh, i've already got it i've already got it in that plastic Isn't wrap that as well sexy sexy comic books evil Um, looking thing isn't it it is it is very evil it is very very evil um if i could own one thing i think it would be an original lightsaber from the original film you know whether it's uh, ideally yeah no ideally luke's i'd 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 have faders as well but or obi-wans but one of luke's you know blue from a new hope or empire i know they use different hilts you know um, yeah. but maybe one of those green return of the jedi bad boys like literally just the hilt to be able to say yep that's original it's a lightsaber i mean it's just you know put it in a museum mate put it up in yeah. a museum i, I could charge museum. people i could open my own museum you could yeah, and charge i could charge people 28 pound yeah and give them a vr experience a nondescript sci-fi vr experience at the end and maybe a poster as well and yet 28 pound come look at the one of the original lightsabers and it would still be better than a fan strike back exhibition (laughs) in london
1: (laughs) i'm so glad i did not have to waste my life going through that
0: of of, of your money yeah no there we go if
1: you had that mate you you know you know newbold matty and um, brian from Fanther, they'd be around your gaff quicker than you can say what? yeah i know if you had an actual yeah. lightsaber
0: from <laughs> the ot there there'd be an invasion of fanthers just crawling on my on my gaff single on my file, fr- of the front of my house like yeah no they would mate they would yeah mm. there we go but no thanks for a very cheeky question indeed uh mr chitty uh i believe we've got one more question for this but about bantina is that right mate boy
1: we absolutely do mate and rolling in like a wrecking ball he is the tank Mm. jimmy adams has come in with a voice message it's a good one mate let's hear it (laughs) Panzer. hey
2: man luke it's jimmy from kansas hope you had had all had a great summer sadly Mm. mine is starting to wrap up as our french exchange student will be here in a week and then we'll start school (laughs) in about a week and a half (laughs) I was just about to send my question in for this month when I saw your Twitter post about least anticipated Disney slash Lucasfilm project coming. I think they kind of go together this week. My least anticipated project would have to be the Mandoverse movie. Mm. I think it has the potential to be amazing and could be the best Star Wars film out of the three slated to come out. Here is my problem. Mm. What will it change? No matter what happens in it, the sequel trilogies will still be looming as the future canon. Mm. They could wipe out Grogu, Mando, Ahsoka, and Thrawn, and it won't change anything. Do we need this movie to fill in the gaps between the OT and the ST? Don't get me wrong, I'm excited for it, but i not sure what its purpose will actually be and how it will impact the Star Wars universe. But it will probably be some of the best and most fun you can have in a theater. Stay cool, fellas. Mm. Jimmy from Kansas. <laughs>
1: jimmy is coming hard with that one mate the mandoverse film was his least anticipated and he wants to know you know what's it going to change who cares about it really It doesn't mean anything we still get 789 what are you thinking mate um you could
0: say the same about the prequel trilogy you could say the same yes. about rogue one you could say the same about solo which uh i believe is we jimmy's have. favorite star wars film <laughs> you could yeah. say the same about the mandalorium you could say the same. You're seeing the pattern here. I think that whatever whatever happens, you know, regardless of the story in the Mandoverse film, I think it could still have implications um, of future Star Wars content with with Grogu, right? Grogu maybe being in that new Jedi Order era, you know, post sequel trilogy, post the the, the new Ray film, the Charmina of H-Noi film um yeah there's there's a lot of potential a lot of potential and it's not that it could change the the story a, 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 exactly the story beats of the sequel trilogy instead what it can do is it can make you retrospectively look at things a bit different you know now we look at um a new hope differently don't we since rogue one since obi-wan kenobi since the prequels you know, when Obi-Wan is talking in A New Hope about, oh, your father, was a cunning, you know, um, pilot, you know, he's a great warrior, all that stuff. You know, we've seen that. We didn't see that until 1999 and after. Yeah. That's a long time. So we look at things differently, don't we? And we look at maybe bits of, 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 of dialogue and script in the original Star Wars films differently so we'll probably look at the sequel trilogy differently so that's what i'm hoping from it anyway jimmy but it's a good question and it's one of those that won't be truly answered until we you know see the product Mm -hmm. um am i out of line there mate, boy would you you on the same page you disagree what what, would you reckon buddy
1: i am pretty much on the same page um i would have you know mando season one i'd look at that and think I don't mind that that potentially wouldn't have any impact on the sequels because it felt so standalone and felt so, you know, contained and delicious. Whereas now it's become this bigger monster that it almost feels like yes. it's leading towards the sequels. Um, it can be it may, it, we haven't we haven't used it all all episode, but it does come down simply to the execution <laughs> of it. Let's get yeah. a little drinky, Daniel. Very good. Mm. And we've seen that in the Mandalorian, certainly season three, that they are starting to see the New Republic's bureaucracy, the failings. So, you know, how, how will maybe it kind of led to the oversight of not seeing that this First Order was actual threat by the time we get to Episode 7 and they're all blown to pieces. If Mando Season 4 continues down that line of thought and if they can actually establish a bit of a timeline as well, I know there was all that hoopla last year this year about, uh, you know, Grogu was with Luke for a year and all that, yeah, whatever. But if they could establish a timeline and say, right, Season 4 is now... I don't know how many years make one up it's now 17 years before The Force Awakens and the film's going to be 15 years then we can kind of see okay it's 15 year gap so that's why this is mentioned blah 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 but it sets it up because of the New Republic it sets up the First Order a bit as well because um, there's nothing in and out around canon which says the First Order can't be set up if anything it's been mm. pushed since day one almost and with The Rise of Skywalker and the Final Order and all that it's always been there so they can talk for fun First Order I think that's how it's going to tie in. So I totally get Jimmy's point about you know Thrawn's probably going to eat it. Mando might do as well, and you know those characters don't impact the sequels because they don't need to. Yeah. Um, in fact, yeah. none of the characters really do. It's more for me the events of what are happening at the time. So the the failing Jedi Academy of Luke, the um, the uprising of Thrawn maybe leading to the First Order really thinking, all right, we can if we, if we take our time, we can really nail these guys that's the kind of thing I'm excited for like when we saw the Shadow Council and Gideon and all that in the f- penultimate episode of Mando I was like yeah this is this is a bit more of the dirt that I want rather than some of the other things we got let's say in season 3 of Mando but, so I get your point Jimmy and I. I but I also t- I completely agree with you there Lukey boy prequels are there f- you know this isn't a prequel s- per se but it is leading into something so prequels are there for a reason they, they exist to set things up and this is one big connected timeline Man the man though verse will have a part to play in how we view the sequels just as much as it now does with the OT as well. You we know what happened once Jedi finished. So I, I, I do hear you, Jimmy. And I Mm-mm. think I'm with you on your final statement there though, Lucky Boy, that it, it could be that Jimmy's right, by the time he's either film, it could be like, well that was a waste of time. That really didn't that could we could have done without that. Or it could be that the last shot of the film is you're like the first order forming somewhere in the galaxy and we're like, here we go here now now we're cooking towards the sequel, so time will tell, but I do I genuinely do actually understand your thought on that one though Jimmy mate yeah,
0: yeah, no absolutely now what what if the mandoverse film like takes place during you know episode nine
1: imagine and
0: what oh. if it's like happening at the same time that would be crazy right be what if it like yeah that would be mental um but no thank you for this week's questions Match chitty jimmy adams all the way from kansas nearly a year since he's flown out mate from from kansas to Mad. to london for the super star wars night that's it that still seems absolutely bizarre that that, that was real and that happened but um yeah thank you so much to everyone who who supports us over on the patreon much appreciated
1: yes like you said thanks guy for sending your questions Uh, But that's going to do it for this week here in the Bantina. Bartender, sorry about the mess, but we're going to be here to cause a little bit more trouble, same time again, next week in the Bantina.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game!
1: Game, yes my man Uh, it's the end of the show nearly but before we wrap things up we always end with a Star Wars themed game we alternate who's going to host it this week it's my week Luke do you want to know what you're playing this week son
0: yeah big time mate big time let's do it Uh, we just
1: just come out of the we said goodbye they're they're closing up in there now but this game is called more than just kef beers now the title doesn't give anything away because I've just made it up But the game is basically I'm going to list some alcoholic beverage names and I want you to tell me if they are real beverages, alcoholic beverages within Star Wars canon. That includes the books, the comics, the TV series and everything. So I'm going to give you some names and you've got a basic, I don't need to know where they're from, just whether or not, yeah, that's a canon booze drink or it ain't.
0: Okay. All right. Let's have it. Let's do it. I'm in the mood. Like, I'm in the
1: mood. for loves booze. a He loves a booze. Yes. Here we go. DJ, smash that music. Here we go. The first one, mate. Is this a real drink in Star Wars? <clears throat> Dust juice. Dust juice. Oh. Dust juice. Yes. No, it's not. I'm going to say no. Yeah, no. It is a real drink in Star Wars. It's from the oh Darth Vader gosh. comics by our boy Charles Salt. And in this... uh Inquisitor: Rise of the Red Blade book, which I've just read. There'll be a spoiler review coming soon on that, guys. It is real, though, my man.
0: Superb, brilliant. Right, okay. next, next one. Bad is this start. One really? Bad start. Yeah, you,
1: you, you can, can still claw this back. Is this real? <clears throat> Gomorian Grog.
0: Gomorian Grog.
1: I'm going. That sounds Grog. like
0: something I'd order at Galaxy's Edge. Sounds and very familiar. Very familiar. I'm going to say no. It's not. It's too specific
1: you can say no yeah okay it is a real drinking star Wars. Oh, it's from the I pirates price that. junior novel um of course so, of course there we go all right of course how about this one yeah how about this one <laughs> what about a taunt tipple a taunt on a taunt nipple
0: tipple. um <laughs> Tiffle. Yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to say. I'm going to say yes. I, I wouldn't be surprised if all of these are actual real drinks in Star Wars <laughs> and this is just like, you're just you're bluffing. Yeah, I'm going to say it's real. Why not?
1: Because I've. Because you can. Torn, torn tipple, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't a real drink. I made it up. <laughs> okay, how about this one? How about this one? Brilliant. about Brilliant. phooey sap i'm gonna
0: read my my stupid ewoks comic it, instead because you, you know
1: read that cat. Might, no, might no what is it, it called uh <laughs> phooey sap phooey sap uh
0: phooey yeah sap. sure why not why not why not
1: yes it is real It's from the aftermath books phooey sap yeah boy how about revnog revnog
0: Yes, why not? Revnog, like eggnog, but Revnog. Sounds like a classic Star Wars, like, like oh yeah, you know, do it a bit different, change it up a bit.
1: Yeah, go on, is <laughs> it? We're going to be necking that soon, mate, because it's from Andor. Yes, it's a real drink. Revnog. Hey! Uh, Cyril Khan mentions it. Okay, how about this one? <clears throat> is is this a real drink in Star Wars? Apparently, he does. I Googled it. Is this a real drink in okay. Star Wars? Okay. Deveronian drippings. Deveronian Deveronian drippings,
0: drippings, drippings. Uh, Drippings. uh, A, that sounds filth. Uh, (laughs) B, to you. uh, No, I don't think it is real.
1: You don't fancy a Deveronian dripping? It's a good thing, mate, because it ain't real. Well done, my friend. That was made up by someone for this show. So you've got, um, you've got. Three out of six, my friend. I'll give you two more to see if we can get these ones, right, mate. How okay, about yeah. um ooh, let me have a how many have a little filthy little look on my list here. How about Moofton? Oh, no. Moofton. Yes, Moofton? Yes, that's real. Yeah? Any that's idea real. where it might be from?
0: Mm, the planet of Moof Milkers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is a real drink. It's from well, apparently. It's from the Bad Batch. So it is a real just, drink in the oh. galaxy. oh
0: I just assumed, because you went, let me look at my list here, you were like, oh, that sounds like a list of real drinks. That's why no, I said, no. like, yeah, I've straight got a list away. of
1: real and fake drinks. What about Luke Milk? Oh, all right. Luke Milk. Luke Milk. <laughs> yes. You've heard of blue milk, you've heard of That's green milk. Not, that can't be
0: real. That can't be real. It's going to be, though, isn't it? It's going to be. Why not? It is real. Why, look, not? Look. Why not? Why not? Yeah, it's real. Of Why not? It's not, not?
1: real. <laughs> it ain't real. That no, 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 no. oh. was made it up. Uh, I made it up. Last one, mate. Last E-walk one. How about, how about jet juice? Jet juice. Jet juice.
0: I mean, yes. I know. Um, is it Java juice or something? Java juice. Uh, Java, Java juice. Java is Goose one yep, that you mentioned that in Tackle uh, the Clones uh, and then jet juice. Jet juice. Yeah,
1: jet yeah juice.
0: sure. Why not? It's the, the 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 broth of Jet Zucasa. Oh yeah, my who's man! It's been it's been, been cooked up and, and and seasoned into a
1: lovely nutritious broth, served up with a fine Chianti. Um, he's, oh. uh, you're right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you're all right. Jet juice is from uh, a ton of books, and it's also served at Ogres Cantina. In Batu Galaxy's Edge, which you have <sighs> been to, my friend. So that would do. You've got quite a lot of those right. I didn't keep score, but you've got most of them right. You didn't get Luke Milk. I didn't ask you if Palpatine Power Pop was real either. Um, but there are some absolute bangers on there.
0: Interesting. Very, very interesting. I will try to remember those. Wink, wink. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. You make sure you go to um, like Overcoat and it's ask for Luke yeah, I have Luke milk, please. Yeah, no, I'll probably get kicked out, mate. Uh, cool. Right, funny. <laughs> that's funny. I think that's that's episode two two fifteen in the bag. Mm. Oh, mate, what what a show again? Hopefully, that was a nice little ending to what was quite a serious, quite a sobering chat. But you know, an, I think a necessary one. So, yeah, well yeah. done, mate. Well done, us. Well done.
1: You too, Guy. You too. And like Luke said, if there's any any questions or anything we've missed or you feel like we should know about, please do uh, tell us about and Please do send us an email uh, because that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. But if people do want to get in touch with us about what we've spoken about, where can the world find us, Master Blywalker?
0: they can find us at star Wars search for us on x which was twitter uh instagram facebook tiktok threads just search star Wars sessions and uh we'll we will be there we'll turn up we'll we drop us a message why not drop us a voice note why not to our email address why not uh hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. Uh, don't forget about that Patreon as well, guys. You can support us from $2 a month. Cups of coffee cost more than that. A burger costs more than that. And you're getting loads mm. of bonus content. I've got a wicked journal coming out this month with Matilda Backland talking oh. about her kids' reactions to re-watching Star Wars. Very interesting, very thought-provoking. That's coming up soon. So, yeah, patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions
1: yes sir if you want to support the show for free keep doing what you're doing and listening and leave us a five star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice including spotify like we say just scroll up and do it now and by the time i finish talking you would have left us those five stars which do help the show grow they get more listeners in it gets us up the algorithm and the listening lists and it's another way to hear from more of you each and every week
0: yes and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your nearest striking actor or writer yes. why not I don't, you know, I don't know if that's appropriate or not if it is I'm sorry but yeah it's all love it's all love here it's all love um, tell your Ewok tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicy Ah.
1: <laughs> yes tell your nearest queen of Sweden that's better now, this is the podcast yeah, you're looking for you so until next time from me <laughs> See ya. And from Lukey Boy. I, d- I don't know why I say this stuff
0: after time. Don't mean it. I don't mean it. Canons. All right. Yeah. <laughs> May the force be with you all always.
2: Luke.
0: And don't forget we're going to be posting links to resources and websites below, you know, as a one-off. So do that. Um, <clears throat> Luke. Chat. Mitty. <laughs> like that one, my man. That's good, isn't it? It's his own spoonerism. That's what a Patreon donation alone in it. Oh. I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> they are
3: Essex based.
2: I didn't kill Anakin Skywalker.
0: I did.